0: Hello and welcome to the Healthy Entrepreneur Club podcast. Today is another Friday edition where we are joined by Mike Jones, the founder of Better Happy, for our Friday journey. And we're going to talk today a little bit about entrepreneurial loneliness. Hello, Mike. How are you doing? I'm
1: well, good, Freddie. How are you? How good is the uh, acronym for this podcast, by the way? The Healthy Entrepreneur, THE podcast.
0: I know. It's like we made that up specially, right?
1: Yeah, it's like you thought ahead. You
0: definitely did <laughs> Uh, well, I'll argue with that, but, but sure. <laughs> so today we, we've spoken about entrepreneurial loneliness quite a lot over the last couple of months and our different calls that we had to sort of bounce ideas off one another. Um, and I put out to a lot of people on my network, you know, but ahead of this podcast that we were talking about this to try and get their feedback, which we can come across um, a bit later into it. But, you know, the notion really is that entrepreneurism is a super lonely journey if you don't get the things in place Uh, to create a community and a support network around you a lot of the time you know your family and your friends if they're not entrepreneur themselves or have no experience or or context they all see you as sort of drifting away from the norm of what they're understanding it's something that I think a lot of us go through where we're sort of on a different journey to most people is that something you've had experience in Mike?
1: Yeah I got really lonely in my first business um, which I eventually got fully burnt out in and I think the spending too much time on my own in that first business is one of the key contributing factors that led to me burning out and something that I think is really important to understand if you are entrepreneurially minded is the way you think about the world and the way you think about doing things means that you're in the minority most people aren't entrepreneurial we tend to think everybody's like us but they're not and when you're when you think entrepreneurially and you and you look at the world through that entrepreneurial lens, which is you, you you see problems, you see opportunities, you see ways of solving problems, you see different ways of doing things, and you tend to also be quite against the against the grain. You, you look at society and recognize how things are done wrong and how they could be done better. I think just that mindset alone can also mean that you're lonely even amongst your peers because it's it's difficult to find people that actually have the same thoughts and ideas as you, and you end up thinking that maybe you're just a bit mad or a bit uh a bit a bit renegade and you just don't fit in so that's a that's a challenge of loneliness even when you're around people
0: yeah i agree with you and it's that that notion of of isolation that you're touching on there right so you know even if you're amongst entrepreneurs if it's not done in the right way you can you can see them as sort of competition and that's coming back to the sort of abundance versus scarcity mindset but you know, you can even find yourself more isolated amongst entrepreneurs than than people that are employed if you're going around it the wrong way, where you're sort of seeing them as threats and you don't want to share your ideas and you think everything's against you. Um, and I think that's something that we've also seen quite a lot, you know, recently, as the more and more people take that entrepreneurial leap and social media makes it seem more appealing, right? Where people aren't understanding that just because someone's doing something in the market doesn't mean that you shouldn't be able to do it. And also that you know, they're not, not everyone's just going to steal something from you. And that's almost like the, the, the conversation around, um you know, commoditizing yourself that we had recently as well, right?
1: Yeah, I haven't thought about it like that. That's interesting. So yeah, you've also got the, which I suppose is true. And if I think back, you know, my experience with the gym, which was in a physical location, there were other similar facilities in, in the city across from me that maybe I could have um, been being good friends with, but you don't. You, you do put this pressure on yourself where you think, all right, they're competition. You know, we're against each other, and it creates this kind of false animosity between you and the people that are like you as well. So yeah, that's definitely something that we need to consider as well, isn't it? So that we're, we're kind of we can find ourselves lonely because we're business owners, because you know the people we're surrounded by are either our family or our or our colleagues or sort not our colleagues, our employees. So we feel a level of we feel like we have to play a role there, and then the people that we on theory should have a close connection with uh we can actually end up looking at as competition because we're in the same field as us so it's, it's not it's not surprising that so many entrepreneurs and new especially well I, I don't think it's just new entrepreneurs i think it's existing entrepreneurs as well but uh especially new entrepreneurs do end up feeling very lonely and isolated it's not surprising is it at all i mean mm, parents absolutely. you're not going to feel like the yeah, i suppose they do actually but i suppose parents generally speaking wouldn't avoid spending time with other parents because they're in competition with them um certainly they're not trying to steal their children so it's you know yes. they might be about who's the best parent but with business it's like oh you're are you competing for my business or my if i share my ideas are you going to steal them You can definitely fall into that trap which is silly but definitely happens
0: yeah exactly there's almost a bravado with entrepreneurship right where a lot of entrepreneurs don't want to admit things like they're struggling with this kind of thing their health whatever and also they are feeling lonely so you know there's loads of highs and lows of entrepreneurship and in your world where you're looking at you know companies with thousands of of employees why do you think that entrepreneurs suffer more from loneliness i'm obviously um, generalizing here but from what we've noticed why do you think entrepreneurs suffer more from loneliness than in the the normal sort of employee the employee person at work i mean
1: Employee person. I like that Freddie. Um Employ-
0: I said employed person.
1: <laughs> oh, employed. I thought you said employee person.
0: Um, employee person. What's one of those? I don't
1: know. It's probably the the PC way of saying anything today. Um I think it's before jumping into that, I think it's worth noting that I mean I I predominantly work with leaders and managers in, in, in corporates. Um but what's fascinating is I, I'm sharing my personal experience with them, and my personal experience is burning out as a as an entrepreneur. So I do think that the similarities between managers and leaders and businesses are very, very similar to the challenges that entrepreneurs have. I think there's some additional factors of entrepreneurs that probably complicate the matter more, Um, but I definitely think the similarities are, are, I think there's more similarities than there are differences. So if you think about it, if you're an entrepreneur, you're essentially putting yourself into a leadership or management position. Even if you own, you, even if you own your own business and you've got no team, you're, you're still putting yourself into a leadership, uh, a management position because you've got to make stuff happen. Nobody's telling you what to do. You are driving the progress of that thing. So, if you're an employee, really, what you're getting paid for is your ability to complete tasks and 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 do do a good job. And people people have this misconception that whoever works the hardest gets paid the most. But actually, if we look at any business, you'll see that whoever works the hard hardest, generally speaking, gets paid the least. Physical labor and doing tasks and completing projects is the least paid job. It's the management and leadership roles that get paid more. And it's not necessarily that they're doing more, but they are managing more. So um, what happens is once you find yourself in a leadership or management position, you're no longer getting paid or rewarded just to do. And remember I'm talking about entrepreneurs here as well. You no longer get you don't get rewarded as an entrepreneur just for doing. You get rewarded for your ability to make decisions and create value and, and, and scales. And what that brings with it is this challenge that many of us go through life without ever really facing up to or 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 coming into contact with, which is dealing with our own self-worth and having to make decisions having to make high level decisions and with that comes the absolute guarantee that you're going to make mistakes and you're going to get things wrong mm-hmm. so a lot of us, you know it's, it's ingrained to us from from schools it's bad to make mistakes you know if you if you don't get good grades on your exam you get a red pen crossed through it and you, and you're told off if you if you mess up you get you know you get shouted at so it's ingrained in us from a very young age parents shout us that Making mistakes is bad, which is a terrible way to, to think about life, but that's what's ingrained in most of us. Yeah, it's just a subconscious level. So once you start having to, um, once you try and step up to a leadership and management position, you're no longer getting rewarded just for doing. You're going to have to make decisions. You're going to have to put yourself out there. You're going to have to um, put forth your opinions and your thoughts and your ways of doing things. And that is going to create a lot of mental stress for you and it's going to alienate you from people you can't have decisions you can't make decisions and have opinions without upsetting some people it's just not possible if you if you try and keep everybody happy all of the time you're going to end up not achieving anything mm-hmm. so I think that's one of the most common challenges maybe that's not necessarily loneliness but I think it will contribute to loneliness having to make decisions and feeling like you have to make them on your own so I think that's one of the most common challenges across the two roles and then what comes with that is this feeling that I don't want to Burden other people with my stresses and with my challenges. I don't want to burden my employees. I don't want to burden my family. I don't want to burden my colleagues. I'm just going to keep it all to myself and on my own shoulders, and that can very quickly become a lonely uh, position. So I actually think a lot of that between entrepreneurs and managers is actually very similar. But the the difference is, I would say, is that the entrepreneur doesn't have the safety of the business because it's their thing that could go wrong at any time. Whereas if you're an employee, you've got a certain level of protection. So that can make you feel lonely and stressed. And mm. obviously it depends on the size of your business as well. You might you might be an entrepreneur who's got no team or a small team or a remote team. So you've got that, that factor as well, that you are just with less people potentially. Oh, Freddie, we've lost your audio. Essential for a podcast. Everybody...
0: With a slight delay there as my uh, my microphone jumped off but anyway, back here. So I just wanted to come back to your point there, Mike, and just, you know, from my experience, I think as well in a corporate job, when you're at a manager level, you, you know, you do have a support system around you. You do have other managers, you do have uh, directors or whoever you're doing, whoever you have in your, in your sort of at your level. So, you know, there are people around you that you can go to and bounce ideas off which I think helps to combat the loneliness within a company. That's not the same for all companies. Obviously, I'm talking at different sizes here. Whereas, obviously, as you said there, uh, an entrepreneur isn't always able to do that. And then tying in my my point from earlier, even if they do have a support system like a network where they go to find business, very unlikely that they're going to share too many of their ideas there because they're worried about that threat, tying that all together. And then something else you said there was about um, entrepreneurs and their sort of... Their journey in terms of how they they don't get paid for what they do is for how they sell and and so on. And I want to touch on the idea of delayed gratification, which is one of the three sort of top things that entrepreneurs have to have as a skill, that ability to not expect gratification for the work they've done today, but to continue and be disciplined to get that content or that output produced and then have that gratification come into the future. And that's sort of the motivation and the, the discipline that's required as an entrepreneur I mentioned earlier that I asked my network for some of the things that they have found as entrepreneurs that cause loneliness or why they would want to be part of a a sort of a group. One of the really um, really good points I saw, which is from someone that we both know, Charlotte, who is the the founder of the the wellness theory. She said that she likes to or the, the reason that she tries to stay within a community or avoid the loneliness really is around you don't know what you don't know. So that sounding board that we were just touching on there, which I think is why it's a relevant point is she says that she needs to have someone else to bounce her ideas off. And by doing that, you obviously develop ideas, you develop, um, notions and and products, whatever, but by doing that as well, in a way that helps inspire others, I guess, because you're talking about your ideas and then they can come back to you with their thoughts on, on what you're talking about. And I think that is something that as an entrepreneur is invaluable. To have someone to sound your ideas off, and I yeah. think people that don't have that, for me, that's where loneliness can come in. Where it's just you against the market, uh, and you don't really open yourself up to really sharing with other people um, and sort of you know working together. I think that's one of the things that, as a, as a someone who's worked in corporate before, I was, it was very much a, a, a collaborative space. Whereas with entrepreneurship, it can become lonely if you don't allow yourself to explore other areas and, and speak to people that uh, are you know are able to give you the, the feedback that you need and and I want yeah. actually go on
1: cool. there you go
0: sorry I thought you were going to say something I was just going to move on to the, the sort of the mental health side of that so you know when you speak to entrepreneurs and and you get through that first layer where they're, they're Maybe they're selling or they're talking about their product or they're, you know, there's a there's a slight bravado, which everyone has to have because you know, no one's going to come along and help you. You've got to be able to sell and articulate your, yourself and, and talk about why you are good at what you're doing. I wanted to touch on once you get through that and you get into the, the core of the entrepreneur, whoever you're talking to, and you can understand the impact on someone's mental health of being in isolation. And sometimes if you come across people and you start to talk about, you know, how they're if they're a solopreneur or however it's working and you start to uncover that actually, not only are they lonely, but it's starting to really hurt them deep within, you know, it's starting to make them feel self doubt, I guess. Is that something that you've, you've come across?
1: Yeah. I think there's a few things that you've, that you've touched on there that are all kind of linked to each other. So, so, so the first one is what you touched on about not having that kind of
0: corporate
1: support structure now, I, I look at it as going into the entrepreneurial wilderness. So, what, you know, when, whenever you've been in a business, been in school, you've always had this kind of safety net of society around you. And when you decide, oh, I want to do my own business, you, you kind of step out into this wilderness and everything all of the, is, is on your shoulders. You're responsible for for everything. And that is a, a lonely challenge, definitely. And it's a unique experience that I guess you can only really get in um, entrepreneurialism. And, it's actually a bit of a, a false notion because we, we start to find ourselves, you know, everything's responsible for us and it could all come crumbling down any, at any moment and we haven't got the security of a of a of a corporate or a business, but actually a business could come crumbling down at any moment. So the recession, the, the 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 economy could crash at any moment, couldn't it? So although yes, you might have a few months worth of severance or whatever it might be if you get made redundant from a corporate, actually it could still happen. So it is a bit false, but I think that the the actual thought process of going on your own. And starting your own thing does make you feel like you're in a wilderness and that can definitely create loneliness um the next point that you made was around this um i've forgotten the second point
0: i made. Now. testing your memory here
1: Yes, you are. Well, I remember listening, and I was like, "Oh, these are four good points." And I'm surprised at my ability to uh, link them all together in my head and come back with a coherent response. And now I've done one, and my brain's just emptied itself. <laughs> um, I can't remember the this, the this, this second point, but but, I mean, leading onto your find onto the point you just made. Um, oh no, the second point was was about uh, addressing problems on your own, right? And there's a there's a, there's a great book called uh, "The Art of Impossible" by a guy neuro neuroscientist, I believe he is. Um, called Stephen Kotler, and he he explained something in this book uh, that I found really fascinating. And w- what he explained was is that when humans face a challenge on their own, it it actually releases stress chemicals. We we perceive it as a stressful situation when we have to overcome something on our own. It's a it's a it's a negative experience in regards to how we process the stress. But if we face a challenge or a, a problem with other humans as a group, it actually releases feel good chemicals it actually makes us feel good it actually releases endorphins and 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 other things chemicals within our body that make us feel good which is why um maybe why people love things like tough mudder and doing it as a group because if you did that on your own you'd be like this is our work but when you're doing it with somebody else it just has this completely different effect on the body obviously I've, i've you know i've got a background in sports i've got a background in the military and even in even in like the worst of circumstances like afghanistan there's doing something as a team, regardless of how terrible it might be and how terrible those problems might be, creates this feeling of camaraderie and, and, and feel good. And it's it's got to be linked to our human evolution, right? You know, we've mm-hmm. humans have evolved and thrived as a race by working together collaboratively. It's one of our things that make, you know, other, other species do it very well as well, but we've done it particularly well. And when we were hunter-gatherers, if we got kicked out of the tribe and we found ourselves alone that basically meant almost certain death yeah because if you didn't have the tribe to protect you 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 were going to die you're not going to be able to co- collect resources protect yourself from the elements protect yourself from the the dangers that be so the that feeling of loneliness brings with it a fear that is hardwired into our dna to replicate the the, the fear of death so i do believe that going into the entrepreneurial wilderness brings with it more of a stress then we might realize and I think at the start it's exciting so we're driven by the idea and by the motivation and, and, and you know most of us um <laughs> you and I will laugh when I say this but most of us will if we haven't already done our first business will quickly realize that it's not as easy as we thought it was going to be and just because we're excited about this dream and we've got this one great idea it's not still going to drop it's not it's not just going to explode around us and we're going to become super wealthy world changers you know it's um it's 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 going to become an effort so the problem is is that when you start you're driven by the motivation and this excitement this naivety which is what what it is but you even though i'm saying that now if you haven't done your first business you still won't believe me until you go because i didn't you, you just think i'm passionate enough to make it work but so that pushes you into doing it on your own but very soon down the line maybe six months maybe maybe three years depending how stubborn you are and how how much of an introvert you are, are or aren't you're going to encounter that that initial motivation and excitement you had isn't enough to drive you through to success you're going to need the support of other people because you're a human being and as we just discussed if you haven't got other people around you you're going to find this journey that should be enjoying and rewarding challenging and stressful
0: it's actually it's actually really interesting the point you touched on then and and you know we speak about it quite a lot that sort of that balance and I think entrepreneurship is one of the most incredible self-developers that you can possibly find because you learn so much more in such a short amount of time than you would doing anything else, any courses or uni or whatever, jobs. And, you know, being able to balance all these things together is really quite incredible. So I completely agree that if you can get together with, with people and use a team environment to push your ideas forward and support and accountability, you're going to get far further. But also being able to deploy that individualism and there's that uh the japanese philosophy of misoji once a year going and doing something on your own which will affect you for the rest of the year and it's usually some sort of sporting like marathon or big swim or whatever it is but it affects you so much and the idea there is that you're you're leading up to it so you've set a goal it's also then something on your own so you're accountable to to yourself and it's going to put the pressure and stress on you to actually achieve something and you should get then that you know that release of endorphins when you complete something on your own it was it was you. And, you know, I've always, always done team sports throughout my sort of childhood and growing up, obviously learned to swim and stuff, but usually it was team sports. And then, you know, it was only in my mid-20s when I started doing things like CrossFit and a little bit of jiu-jitsu on my own when I was like, wow, okay, doing this is incredibly, it's a, you know, it's a higher level of stress than a team sport, in my opinion, because I, there was no one around you to, to support you. Obviously, then you can build that system in to help you. But it's really interesting to me that you can actually balance both things, which is, you know, the team element or collaboration and that stress and pressure of driving yourself forward. And that really is, for me, it's sort of a, a metaphor for entrepreneurship. If you can balance that drive and discipline of yourself to get something off the ground or wherever you are in your, in your business, take it to the next level, whilst also being able to collaborate and bring people together that is that's really really powerful and one of the things that you and I have spoken about before is that difference between networking and sort of an entrepreneur's club so you and I are both part of entrepreneurs clubs in the UK because you can go in there we know we're not going to be pitched to no one's going to try and sell us anything but we're going to come away with a notebook full of things that we've learned from other people that have already trodden the path that we want to go or people that maybe haven't but they still have that that knowledge that we're trying to uncover and I think that's um that's something that is quite incredible being able to use other people's energy as well as their expertise to drive you forward and that's something that you've got to you've got to learn so i think building a supportive network and surrounding yourself with you know like-minded individuals and sharing strategies for finding and fostering meaningful connections is is amazing right and and actually over you can overcome entrepreneurial loneliness or in fact you can harness it to get further than you otherwise would, right? So you actually, Mike, you're a great example of this. So you work, you know, mainly on your own, but you go to co-working spaces and then you deliver in massive groups. From a plant. You've got, yeah, you have got your plants, but you know, you can speak to this point, right? You've got got the ability to speak to loads of people when you're in these huge businesses, but you also go to co-working spaces and do these things where you are immersing yourself and you're harnessing effectively loneliness but the positive sides of it as well as for the collaborative juices
1: yeah and uh and i'm a member of um a couple of different business development groups so groups where people sign up to with the with the mutual benefit of growing their their business in fact it's how you and i met so for exactly, that, yeah. the main, main reason for that for me strangely enough isn't the knowledge that you get from Cause obviously you pay to join and you get developed and how to grow your business. And that's for me is very important. And obviously I do that stuff, but actually the, the main value for me is um, being around other people that have got similar goals to me. And I suppose what we've got to do is taking it back to the, to the team, team sports analysis analysis is the first thing we have to accept is, is that regardless of whether we're introverted or extroverted, um, fiercely independent or more you know more of a team player R- regardless we're human beings and, and we have we we have to have interaction with other humans to thrive um, so we have to accept that and I think there's a very real danger with entrepreneurialism and, I, and I've made this mistake uh, so you know I've burnt my fingers so there's a very real danger that you get so excited about the thing that you want to achieve and, and it's genuinely your passion that you you get obsessed with that thing, right? And, and most entrepreneurs are, are are a bit obsessive by nature. You know that we're a weird bunch. We 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 are quite happy not to live life normally. We're quite happy, generally speaking, to go for delayed gratification. You know, I, you know, I'm happy to not take a paycheck for a few months because I'm going to create immense value in the future and make the world a better place. So we're, we're very different to to, to mainstream society. And with that obsessive nature of ours, which most of us have, otherwise we wouldn't get anywhere, comes this real risk that we will push everything else that's important to us to the side, because it's not that it's not important, it's just not quite as important as the thing we're trying to achieve in our uh, in our business or our entrepreneurial or creative part of our lives. So the thing that we love can very quickly become a negative and you only have to speak to a handful of um, hardened entrepreneurs to find out that they've made that mistake they've worked too hard um, sacrificed their personal lives sacrificed their health sacrifice their families so it's it, it's not that you're being a dick it's just that you are an obsessive person you, you, you're very driven to get results and you're very driven to be passionate about one or a few things so with that comes the danger that you will isolate yourself from people and that'll go on for too long and then you and then you get lonely hence the reason there's so much loneliness amongst entrepreneurs so what you've Got to do is, is is try and think back to the sports analogy that you used. Well, it wasn't not not an analogy, an example. You've, having team sports makes you feel good, um, makes you feel connected. And the reason that we love team sports, whether we're in them or watching them, is it's a group of people working towards a unified goal. Humans have done that throughout the whole of existence, right? We've been trying to survive. We've worked together collaboratively in small tribes to, to move towards survival. Mm-hmm. So it's hardwired. It's in our DNA. It makes us feel good. It's, it's written in that book. It literally releases the straight, You can measure it visually with, with MRIs. That it's going to make you feel good when you're doing something as a team mm-hmm. and not feel good if you're it on your own. So you've got to try and replicate that. And, and the, the, the truth is it's difficult because it's not straightforward as normal because you can't just go and say oh i'm starting my business do you want to come and help me because no people have got their own lives to worry with and and, and to deal with so you've got to find the way to do it and um the way i find it works is, is is not to go to networking because when you go to networking you don't feel like you're connecting with people that want to move towards the same goal when you go networking you tend to think that you're meeting other people that have a prerogative of trying to sell you something So you've got your backup straight away and you're not going to be your true self. And you've probably got that, uh, that same or similar motivation. But if you go to a club or a mastermind, or you join something where people are trying to achieve the same goal of you as you, excuse me, that changes the dynamic. And all of a sudden you go from being around nobody or being around people that are trying to sell you stuff to being around people that are trying to achieve the same goal as you, maybe not a football game, but they're trying to make their, uh, their vision of reality for their entrepreneurialism and you're trying to do the same. And then all of a sudden you've got peers and people that think the same as you move towards the same goals as you and that you can be on a level par with.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. And so effectively to summarize what we're, what we're saying here is that entrepreneurial loneliness is part and parcel of the journey that you're going to be on. And actually it's something that we should embrace. There are so many things that I'm sure in future episodes we can go through that will happen in your entrepreneurial journey some good some bad but they will happen and i remember when we, when we started out being told by you know well-versed entrepreneurs this is what will happen in the next two or three years and we we're like no way that won't happen and sure enough all of them are happening they've all happened or you know and i think entrepreneurial loneliness loneliness is one of the things that you just got to embrace there are benefits that are you know negatives to it but overall it's, it's something that's going to happen and you can you can harness it and benefit from it it's something that is a very interesting topic and I don't think it's spoken about enough because it's quite rare that you would go up to an entrepreneur and go you know how are you are you you socializing enough usually you just go what do you do and then you walk away either thinking I need to buy from them thinking that's not very good business or I wonder how much they make you're very rarely going to break through that bravado and go like how are you are you okay is there is there a support network you're in like it's that sort of breakthrough that I think it's quite cool. I think we should you know um we should promote really as entrepreneurs there is definitely pros and cons to to loneliness um but overall there's there's certainly ways out of it if it's something that you're struggling with
1: yeah I I I think entrepreneurialism is going to become more popular and more important rapidly over the next ten years because the way we live is different we we're, we're faced with more problems coming at us quicker than ever before. And, and, and what we need less is just industrial rinse and repeat product producing mm. businesses. And we need more creative, agile, problem solving focused businesses. And, and the people that are going to drive those are people that are entrepreneurially minded. And the opportunity for them to, to start their businesses and make them a reality is getting easier and easier. And, and gladly so. So um you see, you know, you see some incredible things coming out of small rural towns in Africa where some guy or girls figured out a way of um, harnessing energy from like their textbooks that they read that they got donated from a a library in the UK. And and then they're solving this really huge problem. And that's, that's, that's the entrepreneurial spirit. And I think that's just going to get unlocked more and more. So what you're saying about making sure that entrepreneurs know, or have some support around them and that that becomes more normalized to talk about that is going to become important because what we don't want is the world to be starved of entrepreneurial ideas and entrepreneurial talent because entrepreneurs are letting their strengths become their own worst enemy. They're they're letting their obsessive desire to make things better and improve things and do things differently come to their detriment. So, yes, I think it's important and it's only going to become more
0: important. That's such a really good point. And this is a topic for another another day, really. But I was with an entrepreneur recently who was looking to take a loan out to Expand the business. And it's a loan that they didn't need to take. It was a strategic move to um to, to finance the business or the expansion without having to use cash reserves. Um and, and it was and it was turned down because obviously it's there's different ways of doing loans, and there was no reason to have the loan, whatever, whatever the reason was. But an employee of the business who makes X amount could have got that loan very, very easily. And I was speaking to the entrepreneur and they were saying, you know. I, if I, if I burn out, if I fail, if if I can't grow this business or stabilize this business or just continue the business, 30, 40, 50 people are going to lose their their jobs, which is going to knock on to 50 families, which is then going to knock on to other businesses around me. And so I guess the point I'm making is actually people don't, I don't think people always understand the benefit that there is of looking after entrepreneurs, not necessarily looking, you know, looking after them if you, um, if you're not super close to one, but as other entrepreneurs, I think it's there's definitely a network and a web that we should be trying to help with because there's a lot of, a lot of um, power behind customer wellness, employee wellness, but actually we should be thinking about entrepreneurs as well, right? They they are a massive economic base of the the community, and it's certainly that- a
1: good way to think about improving something to kind of ask you know pray pray for everybody else to start making more of an effort i think the only way that i think we take was the power out of our hands when we do that it's like an employee saying you know my well-being and my mental health is going to get better if work do this this and this and i'm like well you're taking the response you're taking the power out of your hands there and putting it into the hands of the uh, employer so yeah i agree with you i completely agree with you on your points but do, you know do we need to do a cry for people to start caring more about entrepreneurs I, I think we're i think we're a weird bunch i don't think they're going to i think we're 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 we think about our own world. We we get obsessed with our own stuff. We tend to be um, impatient with a normal way of doing things. So people don't really understand us generally.
0: I know what you mean, and I think more more to my point was around sort of what we're talking about, not necessarily other people saying they should be looking after entrepreneurs. Because ultimately, if you look at it, entrepreneurs tend to have a, a higher net worth, so they can look after themselves. But I guess it's just the the stigma around um, entrepreneurship.
1: I think if you're honest, I think most entrepreneurs don't. I think there's much, there's, there's, if you, if you looked at the percentages, there's a much larger percentage of entrepreneurs that are struggling and not doing well than there is that are absolutely smashing it. You know, there's, it's actually a small percentage of the ones that are really nailing it and have got that balance right and have figured out how to create value and charge for value and have, you know, as you mentioned earlier, entrepreneurship is the most extreme form of personal development in disguise. And it's a beautiful thing. But, most of the challenges that we face when we're trying to grow a business are personal and we've got to break through them and to to, to have these big breakthroughs and, and what you'll see most of the time this is a separate subject but it's probably why people isolate themselves is entrepreneurs that don't have a very high level of self-esteem they, they believe in their ideas they believe in the value but they don't believe that they're worthy to charge what they're worth they don't believe they're worthy to scale to a team they don't believe they're going to be successful so they stay stuck in this um, difficult place between you know you know in this in this lonely place not getting the how they need because they don't think they deserve it not charging the prices they should charge because they don't think they're worthy of it and that's what I think is important that as a society we encourage entrepreneurialism more and we encourage people with ideas to go out there and bring these ideas to to reality because it's it's like you said it's for the benefit of of everybody um, but really what we need to do is make sure that entrepreneurs are um, equipped with the resources and mindset tips and tools they need to let their strengths contribute to their lives and the lives of others and not become a negative and we know that a massive percentage of entrepreneurs will burn out um m- most businesses will burn out what will, 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 will cease to be in, in the first year and that's normally because of burnout more times than not it's because mm. the entrepreneurs work and their are off, not charging enough um doing everything themselves not scaling and they just you know driven by this this combination of this passionate idea and this lack of self-esteem and those are the things that need to be worked on
0: super interesting topic mike i think there's so much more we could go into but we've run out of time for today so uh thank you again for listening thank you for joining me mike Um, and we will pick this up again next week with a brand new topic have a great week